What's going on, everybody? This is Matt from Dime Time. Me and Archit and Jack today, we went over all-star game starters, including the controversy between Luka Doncic and Damian Lillard. Um, Ryan Saunders just got released from his Minnesota Timberwolves job. Are we worried about the Lakers? We went over our playoff seedings for the East and Western conferences, and Jack has some pretty hot takes today. So tune in. Uh, it was a great episode, and uh, here we go. How's everyone's uh, week going? I know Archit out here in Texas freezing his butt off. Yeah, it's just it's <laughs> they so get like four inches of snow. And Being really from Jersey, it's literally is not even that bad. It's just like <laughs> they're not prepared at all. Like, yeah, I know. Okay. Yeah, for those for those who didn't know, Archit um, Archit's out in Texas and he hasn't had power in a few days, so that's why we're uh, kind of behind on the podcast schedule, but. You know, we're happy to have Archit with us, and we're hoping everybody in Texas is doing better than what they've been experiencing this week, so. For sure, yeah. for sure. But yeah, I just, uh, I wanted to start today with, um, a couple of days ago, the All-Star Starters came out, and, uh, you know, it, it was what everybody expected, um, but the one controversial vote-in was Luka Doncic over MVP candidate Damian Lillard. Um, so were you guys surprised over the reaction or were you surprised over the decision of the fan voting? And if those who don't know, it's the fan voting who puts the starters in. It's not players or coaches. So Luka yeah, no, did yeah. dominate the fan vote. Yeah, no, I'm not really surprised at all. I mean, Luka Doncic is the most popular, one of the most popular players in the sport of basketball right now. And don't get me wrong, Damian Lillard is a player that everyone knows. Dame time. He was phenomenal in the bubble. But when you come to like a popularity contest, it's not like Lucas having a bad year and he's still putting up the stats. So when Dame, when it comes between Dame Lillard, who's playing in Portland, he's kind of always been looked past and looked upon pretty much his entire career, even when he like goes off. Um, and like young Luca, Luca Doncic, 21 years old, literally emerging into so young, emerging into one of the most talented players in the NBA. Um, it doesn't really surprise me. Is it deserving? No. Damian Lillard, again, he's a top three, top five MVP c- candidate right now. Um, so realistically, Damian Lillard should be the starter. But at the end of the day. Yeah, they're both awesome. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's an all-star game for a reason. They're yeah, and it's not like it's not like superstars. your resume, it's not going to say five-time all-star starters. It's just going to yeah. say five-time all-star. So in Unless reality, you're Carmelo Anthony. <laughs> that's the only thing you got to show for no, no, no not if you're Mike Conley either. Guy. Not if you're Mike yeah, Conley. Mike Conley, either. Mike Conley too. Archit, what do you think on the Dame Luca? No, so I gotta say, uh, I guess not surprised, maybe a little disappointed. Like Damian Lillard's used to being disrespected his whole career, you know, like <laughs> balls out in the bubble, everyone calls it a Mickey Mouse MVP, whatever. But um, <laughs> I think like he was deserving of it. Even Luca came out and said that himself. So that says something about the situation. But like I can't say I'm surprised. Everybody loves Luca. I love Luca um guys balling out is the future of the league right like if it's fan voting i'm not really too surprised from yeah like and the thing is it's like uh, (laughs) like it's it's weird to say but like like you said like dame is like constantly getting disrespected but the thing is like (laughs) it's the league is in trouble over the fact that like the fans voted luke in over him because all this is going to do for dame is just add fuel to his fire oh yeah 
Like oh, he's nice. gonna use this as like you know MJ or I took it personal. Like Dame is gonna just probably take this personal. Exactly. I'll just Damian Lillard yeah. has that 1990s player mentality. He's the guy. He's not the guy that's gonna create a super team. He's said multiple times, "I'm not a ring chaser. I'm not gonna make a super <laughs> team. Get my ring." He did is. You, uh, real- did you see on Twitter where he was um like? He was answering questions for fans, and someone was like, "Are you ever going to come to the Bucks?" And he just quoted and just said, "No." <laughs> he just no. Bro, his Twitter's yeah. hilarious. His Twitter's actually hilarious. Yeah. But no, what I'm scared of is he has that crazy mentality. He's so loyal to Portland, and you know, like no matter the situation, like he balls out. I'm just scared of a sort of. He's definitely better than uh, Demar, but I'm just scared of a Demar Derozan situation, like what happened. You think in Portland would ever? I don't think so. I don't think right now. But maybe give Bro, it a few years. Like if he, they can't win, if they can't be proven to win with Damian Lillard, what's to say another frustrating oh, yeah, superstar but in another city? And another city is like gonna be traded for him. I don't. Demar Derozan like is also ne- he was never as good as. That's what I said. That I don't think Demar was ever as good as Damian Lillard, and I don't think Damian Lillard is gonna fall off like that either. But say there is another potential frustrated superstar, maybe even a Kawhi Leonard type of superstar. Like you can't blame Toronto for what they did, right? Portland's not going to win anytime soon if this current situation keeps going on. Man's balling out an MVP candidate. They're still not looking at a championship right now. Exactly. So if there is another frustrated superstar on this horizon and anytime in the future, I don't see Portland being like, no, like we'll keep him. This is a business. At the also, end I, I have to, I do, I, I do understand where you're coming yeah, from. I get, like, I let's say they, ha- they have Damian Lillard. And if they're trading a superstar better than Damian Lillard, they're going to have to give up valuable assets for him for someone that's not going to be yeah. much better than Damian Lillard. So in my opinion, there's no point to give him away. But that's so a good point. Because... There's really no – sorry to cut you off. I just want to get my last point. No, no, I, I don't see any any way Damian Lillard doesn't finish his career as a trailblazer. But like what Arch is saying, like that brings back to the point of Draymond Green's comments the other day. Like who fucking knows? Like, you yeah. know, like – organizations just do whatever the hell they want and like a guy like dame who could be so loyal like you don't know I, I i'm me personally i don't think that will ever happen but like you can't rule it out like yeah it's true who the hell would have thought the raptors were going to trade their best franchise player ever for Kawhi and then turn into what it turned into mm-hmm. you know so like you got a ring out of it like you can't yeah, even be mad saying. at them. i mean I mean, yeah, exactly. I don't think it'll ever happen, but you know what? Yeah, oh, I hope it out. never does. I'm just I saying, I like, I it's really the most hope dramatic it league in the world. Now, I told you guys that I had a hot take for tonight, and it, yeah, it, it. And it. it involves Damian Lillard. All right. And I think right now, Damian Lillard has a better MVP case than Joel Embiid. Really? Yes. And you know, and it, the huge thing for me is Joel Embiid has missed seven games already in this at this point of the season he's missed 22 percent of the 22 percent of the team's games and they're like you also look at team's record and you see the trailblazers are in fifth but their record is 18 and 11 they're only a game and a half back of what the 76ers have and they play in a harder tougher more deep western conference so i think the records are pretty much similar um joel Embiid has a great supporting cast around him he has ben simmons tobias harris um Tyrese Maxey, Seth Curry. He has a lot of great guys. And Damian Lillard is playing with a team with a, a team that's completely hurt. I mean, Gary, don't get me wrong. Gary Trent Jr. has been playing well. And he, is, he has some help. Like Robert Covington's a great 3 and D guy. But he's still missing a lot of yeah, value. He obviously he's, clearly doesn't have a number two. That, exactly. Right, the, the number two, the second and third best player on that team are both hurt. And CJ McCollum 
and Yosef Nurchich and also Zach Collins, who is a valuable piece to the team. So honestly, like when looking at all of these, I see a better case for Damian Lillard on being more valuable than Joel Embiid. I don't, Since, I don't think it's a better case, but I definitely think you can make the case mm-hmm. just because Joel is clearly like the best player on the best team in the East right now. Yeah. It's so hard to take away. Like the MVP voting is just like this. There's like no. It's definitely flawed. There's no criteria. There's never been a criteria. Yeah. The best player in the league is the best player on the best team. Like, and it's always been awarded to usually. It's usually the best yeah, player on the, the best, best team. player. On the best I team. actually saw a stat. There has been one time since 2004 that the MVP was a player that wasn't on a top two team in the conference. Was it Russ? It was Russ. Yeah, it was Russ. Yeah, and I think the one before that it was MJ in eighty. Yeah, it was. It was. In, it was like an MJ. Yeah. Thirty-seven a game or some crazy stat. But yeah, like like you said, like so. But we can all agree right now that I think we had a couple weeks ago our MVP ladder was no order: LeBron, Joel, and our third was like KD. Yeah, KD, right? Jokic. Like there's there, there's Jokic, yeah. there's a lot of people that so have good Jokic. cases. Yeah. So and I think and before the season I had in my um preseason awards i had dame getting the mvp but then he had like a little slow start whatever because cj was taken off but now like i think we can all agree that like dame is two or three right now like you like jack said you could argue for two but like he definitely he's the third best player in the league right now what he's doing in portland like every single night just coming through for them like and he's i'm pretty sure he's number one in clutch points number two in clutch free throw percentage number three number one in clutch three-point percentage so it's like everything down the line he's just willing his team across the finish line every single night and i think they just got their uh five or six game winning streak snapped Mm -hmm. so yeah this guy they're sitting at uh fifth in the conference in in the tough west and like you say it's one game difference between the six yeah Yeah, and it's the sixers are in first so so i definitely agree with you jack on the fact that he is probably the second or third in the mvp race right now second third best player in the league right they're on a fifth seed right now with such an injured team but thing is i wouldn't discredit joel Embiid at all like over his career so far right he's been injured missed a lot of games so i mean 22 percent is a little bit misleading because we're still kind of pretty early in the season um, mm-hmm. It's only seven games, mm-hmm. but like, I agree. Um, he should be on the court more. I mean, God willing, hopefully his health lets him, but um, I don't know. I still see Joel Embiid like, as like we talked about, right. It's been the best player on the best team, right? They're, that team is the best in the Eastern conference. Let's see how the um, East plays out. The Nets are catching up really fast, but mm-hmm. I definitely want Damian Lillard to win that I'd agree with you, but I don't yeah, think you awesome. could discredit Joel Embiid in any way yet. Yeah. Like, have you, have you ever met anybody who was just like, man, I hate Damian Lillard. You like, can't. Hell no, you can't. bro. That dude is I, I feel like some people goal. don't appreciate him so much, but no one hates him. Dude, he gets That's way too saying. much disrespect for like no reason. Absolutely. And we can't, we can't, we can't talk about the MVP race without bringing up LeBron James. Uh, and I think these next few weeks are definitely going to determine, are going to solidify him as probably the front runner in the MVP or not an MVP at all, depending on how well the Lakers play with the absence of Anthony Davis. And I want to ask you guys a question. Uh, on a scale of 1 to 10, 1 not being worried at all, 10 being ex- panicking, extremely worried, how worried about the Lakers with the, the Anthony Davis dilemma and his injuries? Uh, you know, it's, it's weird because it's – it's not just AD out, you know, like Dennis Schroeder now is dealing with mm-hmm. COVID-19 protocols. So that's another guy down, you know? So like at this point, I think I'm not too panicked. I'll give you the four at least. Cause at, at the end of the day, you know, 
we've seen Braun do what Braun does for like since I was in freaking kindergarten. So yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like no, facts. he can be a four seed in his conference, just like he was in the East, and he'll still do what he does in the and, playoffs. And that team's still so, deep. They still have a lot saying. of yeah. Like, so it's gonna pieces. take a few games to adapt, but they're gonna get right back on the like, road. and I, I don't think these two back to back losses should really concern anybody too much like you know what you're gonna get out of braun it's up to the wesley matthews and it's up to the marcus sauls and the alex caruso's and especially kyle kuzma gotta step up like these guys gotta step up and you know like the road to championships like the randoms have to step up and i hate to call them randoms because they're just great players but yeah the guys but that, who, that's what usually yeah, happens these guys, the guys these role players jerseys up. called have to step up and you know just do their thing and so that's what's gonna have to happen i agree so i the think the thing- lakers I, I, th- I, all right, you go. You yeah, go. yeah, Archie, what are you saying? The thing is, I don't, I think it's like, I probably have a lot of faith. I've probably too much faith in LeBron. Like every year, I just see this man go to the finals. Like, ever, like Matt said, ever since we were kids, like this guy is so talented. If it was up to me, like he is the best player in the league, like MVP every year, whatever. I know that's not possible, but, um, I'm not too worried. I put it at a five. Like they are going to figure it out. Uh, even if they are like a lower seed and he is going to come back AD and help them tremendously. I'm not saying that he's not super valuable that they shouldn't be worried, but um, they do have a deep enough team where I feel like it's not like LeBron in 2016 or whatever. See, I'm glad you guys say you're not worried because I'm kind of worried. I say, see, see, I am worried over one thing. I'm worried over. All right. I'll like two things, I guess. So like, this this league is it moves fast mm-hmm. you know and like i always say like this nba is the most dramatic soap opera in the world you know so like if these two games people are going to overreact but the other thing i'm really worried about is standings do the lakers yeah. top three with ad out for a month you know what i'm saying yeah so that's not a, yeah yeah that's so will they get home court advantage Will they finish in the top three? Are they going to have to face weaker teams or even better teams in the West? Because we know the West is deep. Like, the if West you're is a deep. three seed, you're going to have to play the Spurs, Nuggets, or Blazers. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's not an easy <laughs> way no to go. No one wants that. No. Yeah, compared to a one seed, and you're going to have to face Golden State, who obviously – Golden like, State, the, the Pelicans, or the yeah, Mavericks, like, which is just much so, easier. So it really depends on how well they can adapt with, without AD over the next month or so however it is mm-hmm. so see yeah i kind of agree with you guys like there's a little bit of concern like going forward for the season however long term i think this could be really bad for the lakers just like going over like what the injury is we know he what the injury is it's tendonitis in his achilles which it's similar to tendonitis but it's chronic it doesn't go away and like, I'm just afraid they're going to try to rush him back because he has a calf strain, too. And remember the last big man that yep. rushed back into Kevin Durant? <laughs> he tore his Achilles. Yeah, and this, and then you look at, like, a guy like Todd Gurley. He has tendonitis in his knee. He was never the same player again. So um, it, it does scare me. And also, I've been hearing a lot of rumors the Lakers want to trade for Mo Bamba. And, I you know, because they won't need another big man to, like, kind of replace mm-hmm. Anthony Davis, but Mo Bamba is not a player you just trade for for one season. Like that's a valuable asset of the Magic's team. Mm-hmm. That's gonna it's gonna take a lot to get a guy like Mo Bamba, and he, he would work well assault alongside LeBron James. But you wouldn't trade for a guy like him unless you were like really nervous and uncertain about the future of Anthony Davis. So don't get me wrong, it's the Lakers and it's LeBron, and I think they can all. They're just because LeBron's on that team, they're a championship contender. But I think now 
the Jazz, the Clippers, they are looking like a finals in their stretch is a much more in their stretch than it was two weeks well, ago. Let me let me ask you both a question. So why did the Lakers trade for Anthony Davis? They Probably wanted they to get a number two. I feel like they two. needed that. But number what two. was the ultimate goal? To, why did they get Anthony? To win a ring. To win a championship. All right. So that brings me to my point. So since the Lakers already won a championship, they already completed that mission. And like mm-hmm. Jack said, they're trying to go on to the future. So, and I know they're in a tough spot because they have an aging LeBron James. They want to compete now. So, they definitely do. LeBron yeah, wants so, to compete now. He wants to get seven. There's no they, way he doesn't want to get seven. I think the Lakers as a franchise will favor more in AD's side and make sure he's healthy and 100%. Like, I don't think they're going to rush him back at all because yeah. at the end of the day, they got a lot deeper from last year, man. Like They did. Whatever seed they are, they're going to be better than what they were in the playoffs last year. So yeah. I, I, think, I think the Lakers will make the right decision in, in nurturing AD back to health. So I'm not really too worried about mm-hmm. that part. Yeah, and you, I really only hope for his health because I know this year he was—he kind of just played like he was hurt. Like, he was always scoring and stuff, but he wasn't playing as strong as we have seen him in the past, like on the boards and on defense. I mean, he was still great. He's still great, don't get me wrong, but, I mean, it just doesn't seem like the same, like, mm-hmm. presence that we've Bro, like, imagine, <laughs> imagine you just busted your ass for 100 days in a bubble and then um, two yeah, months like later, two months just later, like, yeah, get back, get back into work. Yeah, man. you're good. Yeah, like, they got, like, no offseason. That is yeah. true. I mean, so, look, even I, – I agree the Lakers are deep, but even if I am a two-seed, right, say the season ended today, they're going against the Nuggets, right? Like, especially Jamal Murray this week going off for, like, that 50-point game, oh, career awesome. high. That was a work of art, bro. Dude. It was the most points that's in the, the game thing without with Jamal free throw. Murray. Like, I just – I can never get hooked on Jamal Murray. We see him go off all the time, but literally the next night he can go, like, two for 20. Like, he's just the most inconsistent player I've seen. Like, you never know what you're going to get with that guy. And no, like in the bubble, that. we saw him like go crazy. He, he, we saw him go crazy. And then now like he's just having some nights where he's like looking like he can be one of the best point guards like in the league in the future. And then other nights he just looks like a bust. Looks like yeah. Jokic is carrying that team. And well, like you said, Jokic was carrying the team. They both had a combined, I think it was like 90 points. And then, and then the lost yeah. a couple of nights ago or whatever. Like that's, un, that's un, like surreal. But yeah. But like I said, like, like I said before, like the NBA is such, everything is moving, you know, like our opinions are changing week to week, whatever. And I think we tend to forget how young Jamal Murray is. Like this dude is still 23. Like he's still figuring it out. And like you said, I think he is also a very inconsistent player, but I still think that he has a lot of time to figure things out. Like we've seen him nights where the game is just slowed down to his pace where he's just unstoppable like 21 for 25 from the field as a guard no free throw like that is unheard that's unheard that's insane dude i mean he because he could be inconsistent like i agree he's not like ideal right now he's still growing but that nuggets team with him and jokic is not one i want to see in the playoffs and it's not even just them that's the thing their team is so deep there's guys like will barton michael porter jr Barry harris like they're just – I mean, they need to improve defensively. Yeah. But more, they definitely. definitely need to improve defensively. Because I think after losing Jer- Jeremy Grant, it's kind of just like – and Torrey Craig, too. Like, yeah. who the hell do you throw on the best player? Mm-hmm. You know, like Gary Harris, for what it's worth, like, great defender. You yeah. Know? But, like, he's also, like, 6'4". 
So like yeah. you're not gonna put Gary He's, Harris you on can't. LeBron. Yeah, you, yeah. you know what I mean. Like, he can guard like a guy like Kyrie or yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. a guy like James Harden, but like a LeBron and a, a Kawhi, he's not guarding. Yeah, him. like who are you gonna put on? Like, like if they face the Clippers right now in a rematch, like they'd get swept. Like it wouldn't even be close. Oh yeah. So like, who like how are they gonna match up with these guys? You know. So yeah, we'll see what happens. Oh, again, like Paul George too. I mean, your best defender, Gary Harris, six four. If you you can't cover Paul George, I mean, he could. Dude, that's cover if he appears in the playoffs, man. Like, so that's so. Speaking of Paul George, him and Kawhi are back, and what does this mean? That like back to the Lakers, like what does that mean for them? Like, do the Clippers overtake the Lakers' record and become a higher seed? Like, you know what I mean? Like, right now they are the Clippers. Yeah. Right now, or they're the two seed. Um, and Paul George looked great against the Nets. I mean, again, yeah, the Nets 30, though, 34? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, and the Nets were actually even playing really good. Not like good defense, not an elite defensive team, but they have improved tremendously compared to what they were. But uh, Paul George, I was seeing a lot of times where he was working with not too much space in some of his shots, and he was just straining everything. He looked as good as I ever seen him play tonight. He had 30, 34 points. I think Kawhi had like 20-something. Uh, and they looked like they were the only ones on the Clippers really getting it done. Patrick Beverly, you know, just doing his same old, like, aggressive defense that just fouling everybody. <laughs> Nicholas Batum is just <laughs> awful. I mean, I watching this guy, dude, he's – like, I saw him miss three straight layups, and then he got fouled. And Yo, missed yeah. both the free throws. He's, yeah, he's he's got to go. Like he, he does some he does run. some small he does some small things right. Don't get me wrong, but like I was hearing the commentators the the commentators were like talking about yo this Nicholas Batum guy he's like he what he does right he's the connector. I'm like bro, what the hell is the connector? <laughs> what is <laughs> they're just trying to make a, like a good situation? Yeah, but like situation and the thing is the thing is they were know. trying to describe what that meant, but they couldn't. Like I can tell like they were trying to like fumble they're like fumbling for words about it and they could not it was just the funniest thing so I've heard. like now if here archard i got a question for you so like if the season ended today knock on wood ad like say ad's hurt for the rest of the year he's not going to be the same whatever knock on wood hopefully it never happens right we want ad to be healthy we want to see a good western conference finals whatever but say the lakers are going to struggle who's the team to be now the Lakers are going to struggle. Look, I want to say the Jazz by the way they're playing, but I just – I don't think they have that push right now. So, I guess – Not I'd even just in the West, just in general. Like, it's the in Nets. General, it's the you really Nets. think it's the Nets? It's 100% the Nets. The way that they won – they won six straight. They won five games on the road straight. They beat the Suns after being down 24 There's no nothing crowds. Without Harden. There's no crowds Bro. on the road. Come on. It's not. They yeah, still, the they still road games aren't. No, it's as still it's still a Western before. Conference. You're no. All right, I'm not gonna discredit six straight. I'm not gonna discredit six straight, but I'm I'm not buying into the like. Dude, they were down away, to, whatever. Right, also, they, they know we don't have Kevin Durant. We don't have that, Kevin Durant. Okay, we don't have our go. best player. That I'll give you. That I will give you. Clip, like we play the Clippers. You don't have your best, best player. You have two all stars on that like starting line. And then add Kevin Durant to it, and how do you think? I know. I was gonna say the Nets beat them. No, there's not. But right now, honestly, and the 76ers are starting to cool off too. Yeah. The Nets are taking that one season. I'm really buying into the Sixers. Yeah, me neither anymore. But I think that, in my opinion, the team to beat right now, like, <laughs> I really got to go with the Clippers. Like, even though they did take an L tonight to the Nets, like, they, no, they have a deep team too. They're they do have a so team. good. <laughs> they are so good. Like, Kawhi is a freaking machine, bro. Like, he, Kawhi's like, dirty. Like, both ends of the court. I just, I can't. Like, and especially, like, and I always bring back to, like, I always say this, how it takes more than one year to, like, build a championship team and, like, how mm-hmm. that 
went with the Heat and the Warriors and you know like like all these teams like come back and win rings the second year and like the Lakers have the spotlight on them the Clippers don't have a big spotlight on them right now they have no nothing to lose you know like they're still the little brother of LA whatever you want to call it but like after last year they have absolutely nothing to lose and that's why I like I think they can come in and just do their thing and still be because they're even at the Lakers at full strength they're not that worse much worse than the lakers you know so i don't know dude i think the jazz are right up there still and i know i'm not buying in, i'm not buying into the, buying 16 Jack, Hawk, the Jack, 2015 they hawks they don't have they <laughs> no they're not that is i'm playing that is disrespectful to this no, but it's definitely team. to me it seems like a regular season thing like this definitely seems like a regular season thing to me because we know what really makes a championship team and that's star power you know like and like after donovan mitchell what are you gonna do give the ball to rudy gobert down the stretch when he needed a bucket when donovan yeah, but, was getting doubled yeah but also <laughs> as you said as you said it's those guys that get their numbers called in that make the playoff yeah moments. of course 100 percent. the jazz are a great basketball team but in the in a playoff setting when you need if donovan mitchell having an off night which is you know he's not the most consistent guy like he doesn't really mm-hmm. shoot the best some nights when he's going off, who are you going to go to? Royce O'Neal? Bob? Mike you know Conley, I mean? baby. The all-star. <laughs> no, nah, but I don't know. I, I want to see Donovan Mitchell just, and like, Mike Conley versus Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. That's the match of the century. They're just like elite on offense. Like They just seem to play the ball. Like They're playing their place of pace of basketball, and they're, they're top five in both offense and defense. Like They can like lock up good offenses and then score. Like It's the thing. It's not like – they just don't have a weakness on their team. They're not like the like completely the best at a certain aspect, but since they're just like really good at everything, they're top five offense and top five defense. They have some interior, de- they have interior defense, they have perimeter defense, they can score at all three levels well, yeah, with all their guys. Quinn Snyder got that. Um, coach Quinn Snyder has that uh, San Antonio Spurs DNA in him because he was on Pop's staff during the Duncan era, so he got that. I will, mm-hmm. I won't lie, like he's a good coach. Like they can, they they got some hoopers there, but like, Archer, what do you think? You buying into it? I'm not buying into the Jazz. I was saying this before. I don't know if you guys heard me, but they don't have that star power. I agree with Matt um, to push them over that hump. But definitely a regular season team. I see them balling out every game, but I don't think Donovan Mitchell is as consistent or as experienced, and he doesn't have that number two to make that playoff run. And Jack, I know you're like, yeah, you keep talking in the middle of when we're talking, but you could talk about as much as you want. You're buying it. It's not happening. Mike Just keep hating on the Mormons. Keep hating on the Mormons. They feed off it. We're not the racists. I love watching the Jazz. The Jazz are a fun team to watch, but I just don't see them making that playoff push. I I wish they would, like, prove me wrong, but let's see what happens. I I, I I definitely can see them. If if they could stay this hot getting to the Western Conference Finals, but it's going to be so tough to see them take down either the Lakers or the – Clippers. Even I don't know. I think you know I think this Jazz team is miles, not miles better, but they're better than the Nuggets team we saw last yeah, year that yeah, made it to the Western sure. Conference Finals. And I think if we saw that what they did be, after being down three to one, especially, I think seeing the Jazz in the finals with Anthony Davis hurt, of course. Well, of course we don't want that, but with like a, in a scenario where that happens and he's not yeah, healthy, like a lagging injury. Okay. I don't. Th- I don't think it's the craziest thing in the world to think. You of. think they're being the Clippers? 
Hell. I think they can. They can Hell. No, no, they Jack. No. <laughs> oh, oh, Bro, Mr. You're, oh, you're... what about Playoff P? You were just talking about how Playoff Dude, P Dude, I still don't think they could beat that team. Playoff P, no, he's Jack. not going to show up like he does in the regular season, but that, that team is deep. Jack, you're falling they're... into the hype, bro. You're not yeah. falling into the bro, hype. Just wait. Just wait into it. I mean, look, first of look, all, no one's falling into the hype yet. There's still, everyone's still down them. People aren't going to fall into the hype until like the end of the season where they're still falling into the hype. Man, like, I, I just can't see this. Team. I think they can, I think they can beat the Clippers in seven. Hell no. Yo, I'm writing this down. Dude, this down. <laughs> dude, what's yeah, going on? Like, hot takes on Twitter. Dude, if they, if they go to seven, if they go to seven, 21, Jack says, if they go to seven, I can't even. Like, if they go to seven, Paul George is literally shooting three for 40, three for 20. In seven. But yeah, I mean, you got Uncle Joe there, so maybe he'll lock PG up. But other than Bro, that, he'll I, lock PG up and drop who like the hell four is three. guarding Kawhi? Royce O'Neal? I'm going to go back to Royce O'Neal. Like, I just, <sighs> I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, I have that written down, so we're good. Bro, we're sleeping um, on Jordan Clarkson, too. This guy can drop. Oh, he's it. awesome. He's, he's awesome. He'll, drive, he'll, he'll show the Lakers. He'll show L.A. what they missed Dude, out. Dude, that whole Lakers core that L.A. Yo, had. Yo, they're awesome. So, they are all balling out on their own team. Like, they do need a whole new development yeah, staff shout out to LA. the Lakers scouting department, man. They, whoever dra- made the call on those guys deserves a raise for sure. He needs a raise, yeah. and they need a whole new development, like, staff. Completely. <laughs> I'm glad you brought up uh, a staff because <laughs> Ryan Saunders oh, just got fired mid-season. About after damn the, time. The Knicks, the Knicks ended the man's career. You know, uh, Knicks almost blew a 20-point lead tonight, but <laughs> you know we, you know Julius Randle did his thing and got Ryan Sanders canned. So, look, I can't, I can't say I'm surprised from that record um, with the talent the that they are do poverty. have. They're poverty. Oh, I know, bro. but oh you can't lie. I want to see them like have an eighth seed one time. Like they're gonna get a first, like top three pick every year, and I'm tired of it. You know, like I want to see them do good. They have the talent there. They can have something needs to change. They could have Pop, Phil Jackson, Pat Riley. They could have all those guys on that staff. No one is ever gonna turn around that team. They are just. I, I, they're just. I have no fail. answers for that team. Bro, how do you? Like you gotta I, t- you, my man Delo needs to get off that team ASAP. I I owe I I owe, I bring it back to like teams like the Thunder, you know, like the Knicks. I don't even know who else. Just looking at the list, like the Grizzlies, like the, the Wolves have so much more talent than those three teams, and they're just so bad. Yeah, and like the thing is, like people just think of guys like Carl uh, Anthony Towns and. And D'Lo. Malik like, Beasley. Guys like Malik Beasley, exactly. He's tough, he's bro. He could go sick. get a bucket whenever he averages 20 points per game. I was going to say that. He's averaging like 20 points a game. But, like, yeah, like, they just have so much talent. And I think it's because they're just – they don't have a defense. Like, even, like, Kyle, Carl Anthony Towns, D'Lo, they are liabilities on defense. Yeah, and let's I'm not pretty... forget freaking Ant-Man catching posters on my man Yuta Watanabe. Like, they have, like, actual <laughs> players. You know, yeah, like, I was I've had to watch Cole Aldrich lace up for the New York Knicks in a season. Like these guys have actual good players oh, and that. they're just struggling. That's what I'm it. saying. Like they're too good on paper to be this bad. And like, like Jack it's said, that defense needs like a complete revamp. And I definitely need, think they need some leadership in that locker room. Like cat is like a good player. I'm not going to discredit him, but there needs to be someone who's going to like whip them into shape. Someone who takes this personal. Like if, if the, Timberwolves. I mean, they had Jimmy Butler, and he hated. Yeah. He can't. He didn't want to play there. And we all thought Jimmy Butler was the cancer. You know, remember everyone was oh, like, oh, no. Butler's a cancer." But we all thought that when he was on Philly. In hindsight, yeah. Minnesota. Now, in hindsight, now and we now look back and look back, and he's not the problem. 
well and not even and this is another thing like hiring another another coach like mid-season from another team yeah that's just within weird. hours of well, not even hours just and a team that's trying minutes. to like get back into like playoff contention that's but not well, they are season. in playoff cont- no 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 i'm not i'm talking but not when i i meant the raptors i didn't even playoff contention yeah, yeah. but like get their rank it's like yeah like you're gonna just rank. take a take a guy off your staff just <laughs> just like that yeah, like, yeah. This whole situation is just so like we've ne- I've never in my life like in my lifetime I've never seen a coach get fired and an hour later they hire someone from another team just gonna yeah, come no. in and just change everything up like that like makes an no hour sense like it can't be good for like the team chemistry either but see yeah and exactly like this could literally and I know the guys like the guys in Minnesota from what I've read and everything they like Ryan Saunders you know. Carlin T. Towns likes Ryan Saunders. You know, so so this is my question to you guys. If the Wolves obviously will end up in another lottery situation, is Carl Anthony Town gonna Carl Anthony Towns gonna be the next disgruntled star who wants out? Like, can you see Carl Towns lacing up for the Wolves in 2022? Dude, that's a tough question. Honestly, I can't say that. Like right now, like if you're Carl Anthony Towns, see, I don't know him enough it's like if jimmy butler was so frustrated right that he's not like a winner i don't know if carl towns is there just for his bag or he's like there to win a ring right because he That's should be he damn well not there to win a wing he a should ring. be he should be dumb frustrated by now there needs to be a lot that changes on that team and we'll see what happens and i hope i hope he does leave honestly he's how many number one, how many number one picks do you need exactly you know what I'm to like to like actually turn things around yeah i know it's pathetic yeah. Like, does Carl Anthony Towns want out? You know what I'm saying? Like, is he going to want out by the time this is all said and done? Like, you're going to switch mid – you're going to – the dude is – he just put up 25 and 15 tonight, and you fired his coach, and now he's going to have to go through another coaching change. This is, what, his third coaching change? Three, third or fourth? Yeah. And and he's, like, a top 10 – top five center in the league. Like, he's got it. Like, yeah, he's he... in some type of way about this. Like, this is just not normal for a guy to be this good and have the pieces around him to actually be good in the team is just underperforming constantly. And not to mention him and D'Angelo Russell have only played six games together. Yeah. They, they haven't played much at all. Yeah. Whether one of them's injured or the other one, they're not playing with each other much. But cat has been improving his game. He's shooting over 40% from three. I definitely think he is moving towards wanting to become a winner. I hope he leaves Minnesota. I really hope he does. Oh yeah. And yeah. Um, Speaking of struggling franchises, let's talk about the four win streak Wizards <laughs> making a playoff push finally. Uh, before the season started, I was like actually really big on this team for God knows why. And looking back now, I was like, huge on this team, yeah, dude. Like, I, I really, I really thought like this seven seed like mesh. Yeah, like I thought they would be like a good playoff push, you know? Yeah, and, like they had good pieces like Troy Brown Jr great 3 and D guy, Thomas Bryant, sniper from outside, and he can help you rim protect. Mm-hmm. And then for Tom, Thomas Bryant went down with the 20 yeah. ACL, then, yeah, so. But yeah, Thomas but he was Bryant's a not going to, like, take this team to the next level. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I know. But it, it definitely, point. yeah. But, like, Bertans is shooting, like, 30% from three after, like, launching from half court last year and just cashing everything. So, like, but now four straight, and Russell's averaging triple-double, of course, in that four-game win streak. Beal's averaging, like, 30-plus. So, can you guys see this team get into the playoffs? Absolutely. No. Wow. Who said bo- who said no? Who said absolutely? I don't even know. I said absolutely. <laughs> no. Listen, I not listen, listen, listen. They're two and they're a game and a half back right now. 
they're a game and a half back, and then you they're behind teams like the Bulls, which I mean, all these teams are playing well, but like they're when you got Russell, back. when you got like Russell Westbrook, who's starting to look find his footing again, and that's huge. I think I think when if Russell Westbrook performing at his level now, they're they're going to be winning more games. They're not going to lose the clip they have been losing at, and then you're going to have teams like the Bulls. They're they're not they're not going to be like bad, but they're going to stay where they are. And I think they can sneak up and get like a nine ten seed, and then get in that. And then with yeah, the Russell play. Westbrook, they can get in the play in. But that's the thing: a one game, like a one game play in tournament. You got Bradley Beal, Russell Westbrook. I'm not betting against them to lose against. Sorry, Matt, but like the Knicks <laughs> or the Hornets. I, the Hornets. Don't get me wrong; Melo Ball is so talented, but I don't think he's going to match up with a Russell Westbrook hungry for the playoffs. So if Archer, they get a nine ten seed, no? I'm think I think they're in the playoff tournament. Look, like you have that. a you have a player averaging 33 points a game, right? I just and there's still like 10 and whatever. Like that four game win streak, yeah, but take that away, right? That team is what like right before that six and seventeen, right? Like that's pretty ridiculous in my eyes. Yeah, but- like having two superstars, like Jack, wait, hold up. Right. Sorry. Yeah. Look, I'm saying I'm not disagreeing with you. I think like if Russell Westbrook finds his like footing, like I definitely think that team is like really good. But this year, like they're down catastrophic, man. Like I, I was also <laughs> like put bad. this team like I also put this team much higher than I thought they would. Like we all look stupid, like looking at this record. But if they can change it around, turn it around, like let's see. And I maybe they make it to the uh, play in tournament. I don't know. But um, there's definitely like a lot that needs to be fixed. Like this, they're having a star player putting up 33, having like six wins right before the streak, right? Like, I don't think that's like a playoff team in my yeah. Eyes. Like, see, now this is where I'm kind of with both of you because like I literally the East is such a dumpster fire that I have no idea. Like what the, even the back end of the East, yeah. yeah. Like, like outside outside the Sixers, Nets, and Bucks and Pacers, like even the Celtics are terrible right now. Like, <laughs> excuse me. So like. Bro, you can't have Mo Wagner as your starting center and be in the playoffs. Like, it just can't happen. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it just can't happen. No, so... they got Alex Len, though. Come on now. <laughs> Isn't this the same person? <laughs> yeah, but, but like, honestly, both white centers who shoot three. <laughs> their last four has it's been pretty impressive. I'm not, I mean, two of their last in their win streak, they beat the Nuggets and the Trailblazers. And the Celtics have been underperforming, but they still have star talent on their team. Do me a favor, Jack. Name, um, tell me the points they let up, the away, the opponent points. <laughs> um, a lot. On, let it out. All right, all right, all right, all right. All right. Um, one eleven of the Trailblazers, one twenty eight to the Nuggets, one nineteen of the Rockers, and ninety one of the Celtics. But like right, ninety one of the Nug- Celtics is not bad. But... Yeah, that's not bad. But like, also the Nuggets are also one of the best offensive teams in the league. They're top three yeah. in offense. So honestly, but... like. That's a kind of expected. They have to go the next how many games are left? Like 40, 40 games. And if you're gonna let up like 115 points per game over the next 40 games, you really think they're gonna win enough games to get into the playoffs? Like that's where I'm at right now. Like anything can happen, but that's where I'm at. Like they have to literally D up and it's just so bad. They're like one like, of the, the worst thing defensive is, teams like, I've ever seen in my life. Like the nine and ten seed is only separate like up to them, it's only separated by two games. So like it's literally any way. Honestly, the way that is. Wait, read, read me the it's, teams. It's are... so so nine through nine and ten is right now are the the uh, Bulls and the Heat. I think the Heat are definitely yeah, underperforming the and they're gonna move yeah, up. So I'm kind of just going for the ten seed. Yeah. Um. So the like ten seed. At the end of the day, you're just choosing between the Knicks, Hornets, Bulls, and Wizards. You need three out of those four. Right? Yeah. I, I, or honestly, two I think, out of those four. Honestly, I see the Knicks. 
Hornets, Bulls, Wizards, and Atlanta all fighting for that 10 spot. I don't I don't think Orlando's I gonna... hate watching Atlanta play, bro. How annoying. Like, yeah, I, 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 like, like... I want to like Trey Young so bad. He's, he, he's like <laughs> worse than what we people complain about James Harden. Like how he used yeah. to just always just draw it's fouls. Right. Trey Young just does it even worse. Arjun, what do you think? So I just I don't know, man. If we're talking about the Wizards right now, I just like Atlanta's above them. If they could like work their problems out, I I really want to like Trey Young. Like you said, it's just that usage rate is insane. Um, I don't know, I just, man. I, I just, really like the, the guy. Like, he's our age, Young? dude. Like him and him and Luca, like they're the two guys like we want to root for. You know, like they're like our year. But like the thing is, the thing is with Trey, it's like I hate the Steph comparisons. I hate oh, I it. I hate it. I like, bro, he's shooting. Steph's never shot under 40% from three in his life. Ever. So, like, how is Trey going to be compared to, like, the greatest shooter of all time when the dude's shooting, like, 36% from three off, like, nine attempts? You know? Like, yeah. I think it's just, like, the quick release and, like, the, the, the fact has, that he just shoots it, like, no matter, like, when. He has the like, ball every single time down the – like, it's, like – I know. It's crazy. And if he doesn't shoot 10 free throws a game, like, his, he's so inefficient. Like, he's sh- – it's just – Yeah, like, a, lot, a lot of his points comes on the podcast, honestly. Yeah. We, can talk about we can talk about his play style and, like, spend, like, a whole hour <laughs> talking about that. But anyway, we're talking about, like, the back end of the Eastern Conference uh, – Eastern Conference playoff. So, honestly, what do you guys think, like, from five on? So, five to ten. I'll give you mine real quick. So, I think my five is going to be the Celtics. I think the Raptors are going to get in the top four. And then I think the Pacers are going to drop down a little bit to six. The Heat's going to be at seven. The Hornets at eight. The Knicks at nine. And honestly, 10, I do want to see the Wizards get there. And I think they really have a good shot. But the Bulls look solid. They look solid. Let's, Zach let's Bulls be, don't look solid. Zach Levine. Zach Levine. <laughs> the Bulls are all right. Zach Levine uh, well, I meant so like, as like, a, as like a – I know what you mean. I'm just, yeah, I'm just yeah. messing. But and actually, exactly Patrick Williams has been cool. playing pretty well, too. Yeah, he's, he's awesome. He, obviously, like, every, he, that was such, like, a pick that everyone was, like, very skeptical. Wow, of boy. He started a game at FSU, and now he's playing pretty well. But, yeah, those that's my top ten right now. Um, and, honestly, looking at that, like, anything except for eight, honestly, like, seven being the Heat, six the Pacers, five the Celtics, like, I, as a two or three seed, that's going to be tough. Uh, the eight, the one seed's gonna, I'm pretty sure has it in the bag. But even against like the Heat, I feel like if they're back to like their 2020 form, that they could take, they can make an upset happen. If I'm a Nets fan, like Jack, and I have to face the Heat in the first round, I'm literally gonna shit my pants. Like I would be so nervous. That would literally be your hardest game, your hardest series in the whole. Entire I think it would. I think finals. I think it'd be harder than the Sixers. Yeah, I for sure. They just the the Heat just match up so much better with the Nets. Yeah. Arjo, who do you got on your six to ten or seven to ten? My six to ten. Let uh, so I definitely see the Heat moving up. Um, if the Celtics keep playing like this, I keep them at six. Seven, I got the Heat. Seven, I really want to put the Knicks. Uh, let's see, <laughs> let's see how that happens. And then, or and Hornets, Knicks interchangeable. Let's see what happens. Hornets are fun to watch right now. Um, let's see nine. If Zach Levine keeps playing like this, he's ridiculous, man. I've seen him staying at that position with the Bulls. And I just don't see the Wizards pushing for that spot, and I'm gonna say the Hawks at ten. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm not buying into the Hawks at all. I hate the Hawks so much right now, but I'm just saying that from my point of view. But yeah, my uh, I'm gonna 
I'm gonna agree with Jack. I think the Raptors make a push for four. Like they're they're really heating up. Norman Powell is a freaking bucket, bro. Like that dude could get twenty in his sleep. Um, Pacers. I'm really big on the Pacers, but I'm I am gonna put the Celtics at five. Pacers at six. I'm gonna go at seven. Yeah, the Heat at seven seems right. Like Jack said, eight. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna go with the Knicks. Just f it, because it doesn't matter because the playing tournament is a thing. And then yeah, like like you guys said, Hornets and Bulls. So those are those are the ten. But I can't. And if I have to choose between Knicks, Hornets, and Bulls, not even from just a fan perspective, like I think the Knicks do edge them out. I agree. So, yeah. You're gonna tell me the Wizards can't sneak up and come if up? If they're gonna if they're gonna let it. up 120 points per game every game going into like the playoffs, I can't see this team getting any better. Especially and if Russell Westbrook can't play back to backs. Yeah, it's I get I guess so because he's coming off like coming off injury. And he what if what if the Wizards just decide to blow it up and just trade Bradley that is Beal? True. And Bradley like, Beal, also, there's so one many question like, marks around. Yeah, Bradley Beal also has like he takes a crazy amount of shots per game. You have to like recognize man's shooting thirty three percent from three, right? Like that's not an ideal number right now. Like I don't see yeah, that like sustaining for a playoff. Yeah, like we could we can all agree though at this point if it's between Knicks, Hornets, and Bulls in a play-in, like we're gonna probably take the Knicks at this point just because of what they've shown the past like 25, 30 yeah. years. Yeah, basketball is back. <laughs> Not for real, but like yeah, the, the Hornets are awesome to watch too. Like it's like a freaking movie every game with those announcers too. So honestly, this one is probably more interesting is the West because the teams are actually God, better when you get so lower hard. in the standing. It is hard. Um. So I'm going to go first because I actually think that Phoenix Portland will overtake Phoenix because I see Jim McCollum and Nurkic. They're definitely, they're not, they're, they're going to come back eventually. And I think when they do, they're just going to get better. Like, especially with the emergence of Gary Trent Jr. I see him becoming like kind of like a six man type of guy. So I think they can overtake the Suns personally. Really? I think so. I think they're really close though. Like, honestly, like I think they're going to be back and forth. I, I think they're like, right. Like it's going to be like a game difference, but I like the Trailblazers at four. Then I got the Suns five. The Nuggets six, the Warriors seven, and the Spurs eight. And then my nine and ten, I honestly like I thought this was gonna be a lot like I'd have to choose between more teams, but for me it was between Memphis, Dallas, and New Orleans. I went nine Memphis. I think at this point, like really? when you're a team, yeah, when you're in my opinion, these teams are near 500. And I think when it's a team like that, and it's not always the superstar. It's the depth. It's you're not you're not a first place team. So yeah, when you're yeah, playing other you're around the these yeah, times, yeah, yeah. yeah and uh, Memphis has the depth over definitely. And over they're missing Jackson Jackson at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um. So I got Memphis at nine, and the Pelican, and I got the Pelicans over Dallas because I both of these teams you're expecting them to kind of take off, but they just never do. However, I think New Orleans. I mean, it's not clicking for them right now. But I how like great was that a, game today? The the. Uh, Celtics, Celtics, Northern. yeah, Celtics, oh, that was sick. God. They were down by like awesome. 20. 24, yeah, it was awesome. 24. See, that's like the thing is, like, I think the reason why the Pelicans are able to come back from down 20 is because they have all this depth. They have a lot of guys that can, mm-hmm. like, they can pl- perform. I think Dallas, it's going to be have to be pretty much Luca that does it all. Maybe Chris Tops too, but as we all, I can't stand Chris Tops because I think he sucks. <laughs> <laughs> not really, but like, he's not playing mean. the way. Yeah. He's not a likable player. Yeah. So honestly, I think Dallas is going to, Miss, miss come up short um yeah so i agree with you um i do think dallas will come up short but um i would probably go i think honestly as it stays right now like 
we could all agree Jazz, Lakers, Clips is going to be the top three. Yeah. But I'm going to stay with the Suns at four. And okay. I'm going to put the Blazers staying at five. I'm going to put the Nuggets six. And like you said, Golden State seven I like. And the Spurs, I think, will stay and do their thing and maintain an eight seed. Mm-hmm. But Memphis, you know, the thing with Memphis is I've seen them lose games by like 25 points. Like, yeah. consi- like on a consistent basis. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, I think I'll do – I'll probably put the Mavs at 9 and the Grizzlies at 10. Yeah. Or I, yeah. I think it's going to be really close between those three because teams, though. The thing is, the thing is, I want to put the Pelicans so bad. I love watching Zion play. Like, he is a freaking beast, bro. And the thing is, what we're hearing, like, on Twitter or whatever, do the media, that they're selling. You know, and yeah. they're looking for trade partners for JJ Reddick. They're looking at options for Lonzo Ball if mm-hmm. they don't want to sign him back, who's been playing great as of late. So I don't know why they would ever want to trade yeah. him. And he's such a complimentary piece to that team. But that's just another conversation. But if they end up deciding to sell, like I just can't put them in that, yeah, that eight to ten. And I the Kings have slowed down, but that's just another team to just keep your eye on. But I doubt they'll do anything than just, but. Yeah, um, so Golden State, I, Memphis. Yeah, I see the Kings kind of slowed down, and I don't really see them kicking back up, honestly. Hard I bought too early. Not for me, so <laughs> I'm going to probably – it's a bold take. Like, I think if McCollum and Nurkic come back, the Suns, they would take that four seed from the Suns. I really like wow. the Suns. I'm a huge – I'm huge on Chris Paul, man. Like, that guy is such a – he's so good for any team he's on. He makes the players around him better. But um, I'd say I put the Suns at five, Trailblazers at four. I'd see the Warriors moving up. I see the Nuggets and Warriors moving up. Uh, as much as I want to put the Spurs higher, uh, I see them falling maybe seven, maybe eight. Uh, Grizzlies, like you said, like they get blown out a lot of games. Um, they still do have more potential, more depth, but I definitely see the Mavericks if they could figure out some kind of situation moving to nine. And then I want to put the Pelicans at ten. Honestly, I really want to put the Pelicans at ten. They're a fun team to watch too. Um, definitely, if they they're trying to figure some stuff out, and if they really can, that's solid pick. So at 10. to follow up with that. Who do you guys trust the most in a playing tournament at that point? And who do you trust the least in the West? Oh, so for like my thing, it would be Warriors, thing, yeah. Spurs, Memphis, Pelicans. And I, I mean, I'd say the Warriors, Steph really? Curry, Steph Curry. That's it. That's my only reasoning. Are you saying Steph Curry because that's all they have or just Steph Curry because no, no, he's no, a no. goat? <laughs> no, because he's Steph Curry. Yeah, I get that's that. That's it. He's not going to lose a playing game. I agree. But also, like, honestly, the Spurs is like... Yeah, I, I really like the Spurs. In that I situation. like them in that situation, too. Yeah. Like, Greg Popovich knows how to win, like, must-win game basketball. Because as much as it is the player in those situations, like, a lot of... One game, and you have to... If I have to take one coach to win me one game, like, I'm going pop. Yeah. Any era, any oh, game, any situation, like, I'm going pop. So, yeah, that's just another team to watch. What about you, Archie? Definitely, I, I'd have to agree there. I would not bet against the Spurs in any situation. I've seen them play. Dude, they're a really smart playing basketball team. Um, I, who I take the least, though, Grizzlies. I take them the least. I think really Grizzlies, too. Yeah. yeah. I think, yeah. They're just a really young team. I just don't trust them under that kind of pressure yet. Yeah, and honestly, like, I don't think Jaws taking the step that we expected him to take this season. He's not – don't get me wrong, he's not playing bad by any means. But I feel like we did expect him to kind of, like – be like yeah. the star of this team averaging like over like 25 a night or at like 24 25 a night and i is he even at 20 
I think he's at, I like think he's 19, at 19 or something, 19, 19 point something. Yeah. So, I mean, don't get me wrong, still a great player and so is a great future, but I feel like he was going to take a little bit of bigger, maybe just a sophomore slump. And I still think he's going to be phenomenal. I, I'm not sure if I, I think he's going to be an MVP player that I used to think in the future, but I still think he's, I mean, he has his whole career ahead of him. So who the hell he's knows? Awesome. The thing about so, Ja is like, yeah, it's he is really young. He has his whole career in front of him. But the the thing is, he needs to fix his shooting, man. It's really bad. Uh, he hasn't made a three in a while. He's twenty two percent from three on the season, thirty from his career. Like, it's abysmal as a point guard and like as that top option for your team. You need to fix that. Yeah, and it, the thing that kind of scares me about Ja is he's a player that's really athletic and he likes to show it. And those players tend to get hurt, and I really hope it doesn't happen to him. But like, again, like I know it's like just the example of Derrick Rose is a guy that's like jumping around like crazy, shows off his athleticism. And I mean, guys like Blake Griffin, Dwight Howard, these are guys that really play, played with, you showed off all their athleticism a lot of the time, even like Russell Westbrook and he's wearing down. These guys, they get hurt. And sometimes like when they come back, they're just are never the same player again. Yeah. So I really hope again, like he can kind of fix his jump shot so he won't have to rely. Yeah, heavily on that. Dude, every that. time he lands, I like get a little scared. This man yeah, lands, he lands on, on one, one leg, like, like on one <laughs> knee and like, it it's looks crazy. wobbly because he's a skinny guy too. Right. Like, yeah. it's not like he's so built where it's like, yeah, his, he could take that impact and he's got injured this season too. It was like a pretty big scare, oh, but yeah, he's terrified. Yeah, dude, he definitely has to fix that. Like, that was against fix how he lands or change up, not completely, but definitely, like you said, add to his arsenal, that jump mm-hmm. shot, that, like, offensive game. But I definitely think he'd get there. He's really young. I really like him. I'm big on the guy. So and uh, before, we, before we wrap up, I just want to own up to something I said that wasn't going to work out. And the Brooklyn Nets defense is better than, I think, what we all expected. I... So the past – their six-game win streak. They their opponents' points per game are 111, which is not obviously great, but it's not as bad as we thought it would be. Yeah, I think, in this love yeah. NBA. I mean, with this how fast-paced the game is, like that's kind of like around average. Yeah. So like, if they can maintain to be an average team, like yeah, like Jack said, they are the team to beat. But like to me, still, I still think it's the Clippers due to just as much as playoff experiences the Nets have individually you don't know how much playoff experience they're going to have playing together. Like it's a whole different stage, but the Clippers like have that edge to me. But like I said, the Nets are easily the best team in the East right now. And I just think it's, I'm, I'm shocked that they're playing this good defensively, even though big man defense is still a big issue for them, but individually guys like, and I said it before Bruce Brown stepped up and um, I did take some shots at Bruce Brown, but Hey man, he's stepping up and he's, He's hooping. He's playing defense. They just signed Roberson. They just Roberson. He's going to be huge. Yep. So, I mean, this team is not as bad on defense as we thought. They're looking to figure it out, and they haven't had KD in like what? How many games have they three of them have actually played together? I don't think he's played this entire road trip. Yeah, is it? I could. But, yeah. But how many games have they actually played together? All three of them. It was like oh, eight, not many. Not even less than ten. It was. Sure. It was. It was like maybe like four or five. Yeah, I think it was so four like. Or five. And I remember. I remember yeah, when it was just at initially when it was just Harden and Kyrie. Everyone was like, "Oh, these two can't play alone. They need KD." And because they, I mean, obviously, you're not like your first game without your best player. It's not going to turn out too hot. I don't. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just a huge difference that makes in the team. Archer, but, are you shocked about the defense, dude? I'm. I'm also going to have to own up to it. Um. I really put them low on defense and I thought that would be like a huge 
like problem for that team and they proved me wrong and I hope they continue to like like Jack was talking right like James Harden and Kyrie James Harden took a such a big facilitating role on that team like he's been like crazy and he's I definitely static. think he doesn't have to put 40 up every night anymore dude like, he, he puts definitely up 30 better for with him. like 15 rebounds and 15 assists yeah. so add K- oh, KD into that situation awesome. if those two could figure out how to play together I definitely think KD fits in every situation he could possibly be in they could definitely figure that out too that's going to be really scary um this like you said like the big man defense I feel like that's something they might need to work on a little more but if they could completely figure that out that team is probably the scariest team in the league right now yeah and honestly um I agree with like as you Archie said like I wasn't too worried about like perimeter defense I thought like James Harden he'll play defense when he wants to he's not he I feel like sometimes he's overlooked and I've noticed like their def like the Nets defense the, um the Nets defense played really well against the Clippers. They they forced like 15 turnovers or like something like that against the Clippers. And that was a big reason why they were able to secure the victory. But like, they're just like really active and they're really like pesky because what they would be getting back down, like you'll see like James Harden or like Bruce Brown or even Kyrie, they'll be getting back down by Kawhi or someone. And like, they literally just like go for the ball. Like they're like, they're not, they're not trying to like, kind of like push up. They're just, they just go right for the ball. Like they're being pesty. Like they're just, they go for the ball on defense and sometimes it doesn't work out and they get a clear lane to the hoop. Other times you they get the turnover and it's just been really, it's been working well for them a lot. It's kind of like an, kind of like a um, unconventional way of playing defense and something you don't expect. And I don't know how long it's going to work, but like they've definitely caught people off guard. They caught the Clippers off guard tonight. And I feel it's like, just like people, annoying little pests, you know, like they, I, that's how they're playing. And I, pe- I feel like people forget too. Like, I feel like we get so caught up in like, like great defenders individually, but today's game is all about health defense. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it's, you could be a great defender. Sure. But like, if you sit down and like consume an entire NBA game and you're watching a team on the, like a good team, like the jazz on a defensive end, like you're seeing good rotations. You're seeing good switches, switching off on screens every yeah. single time. down. It's, the it's, team it's all about much it's more team important. So they, the nets can figure out like a way to just not even just stop players, but just to contain like good players like Joel or Giannis or whoever, like, Sabonis, if they see him in a playoff situation, like they can figure that out, they'll they'll be fine. And they're the team to beat. Like it's crazy to think that the defense isn't as bad as we thought, but yeah, they're the team to beat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so wrapping up, um, I definitely think for me this game of the week for this week's gonna have to be tomorrow, eight p.m. Charlotte Hornets at Utah Jazz. That is gonna be the most fun matchup in my opinion. Two teams, I feel like that. That there's just there's just so much fun to watch in my opinion. What about you guys? So, I like it's not necessarily two powerhouses team, two teams that are going to be dominated by like a bunch of star power. Even though there will be stars in it, I like Trailblazers versus Nuggets. I'm just seeing what Damian Lillard has been doing the past week with the help he's getting or lack of help he's getting is kind of just phenomenal. And he's going up against another MVP candidate, Nikola Jokic, who's continuing his phenom- his insane season. And I just think it's going to be a really great game, a lot of offense. Uh, I remember in the playoffs, they went into like triple OT a few years back. That was an insane matchup. I just, you're always going to get a great show when two teams like this are going out there and putting it all on the floor. And I got, um, I have another Jazz featured game. I have uh, Lakers Jazz Wednesday, 10 p.m. And I'm calling it now. I see a Lakers double-digit win. So that's bold. I think I think, I think 
LeBron's going to humble this Utah team, and you know, a lot, no. a lot's going to be proven on. You know that what? I'm, I'm going to bet on the spread now. now. I'm betting on the spread. <laughs> yeah, man. And uh, as for for those of you who don't know, um, we hosted a clubhouse meeting. Uh, is it called a clubhouse meeting? Is that? I think it's just a clubhouse room. It's a clubhouse room. I don't know like the specifics, but we did host a clubhouse room uh, last week, and it, it went awesome. We had about ten people drop in, and we just talked about hoops. We were watching a couple games for about an hour, hour and a half, and you know we were just talking basketball, and it was just an awesome time. And if anybody's interested, please come through like it's it's an awesome time clubhouse is an awesome app you get to talk to people you don't even know and just about things you love and everyone shares the same interests it was just a lot of fun so we'll for sure we definitely want to yeah we'll be hosting one this week again so drop in we want to hear your takes uh especially at nick's fan six we definitely <laughs> want you on this show man i don't know if you listen yeah, to nick's us, fan six but... come on the pod come on the pod I'm on dime time, baby. We'll give you a whole segment for Alfred Payton, man. I promise. <laughs> oh, yeah. You'll get like 20 minutes straight. Talk, say whatever you want. All right, man. Uh, well, I'm signing off. So I'll catch you guys next week. Yeah, Peace. see you guys next week. Go Jazz. Mike Conley for the All-Star Game. <laughs>